What's up, world? Here at The Positive Truth, we are not just about talking the talk. We are about walking it, too. That's why we're doing our winter drive for the homeless, where we're raising money for beanies, scarves, underwear, and socks. For every $100 we raise, we can get 20 pairs of beanies, 30 pairs of underwear, 100 pairs of socks, and 40 scarves. All you have to do is go to our GoFundMe, donate, or follow our Patreon, and all funds will go to our winter drive. We appreciate you checking this out, helping us support our community drives. Let's get to the positive news. What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news for a more progressive society. That was quick. Yeah, what we try to bring. Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. I'm JP. This is Tim. We're doing another Positive Truth episode. Who are we? We are the Positive Truth. Oh, nice. What are your response, Tim? Tim? Yes. Where we do positive and uplifting news. Most of the time we do it three days a week, but sometimes we feel like we just need to talk about something. And I feel like we need to talk about overcoming adversity today. I'm with it. Before we get to that, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe to our Patreon, which all goes to our winter drive and community drives that we do every three months. We're raising money for the homeless. It's almost over. Raise, help us raise some money. Also follow us on our Facebook page where we post our positive news stories. Tim, have you been overcoming any adversity recently? Absolutely. I... Have you been experiencing any adversity, I guess you should say? Absolutely, every day. You know, we deal with something every day, right? And maybe not be as bad as uh, some other people for sure, but right now I'm missing my family. Right now, I'm not getting enough sleep. You know what I mean? Right now, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm at work more than I'm anywhere else. So I'm definitely like overcoming that right now for sure. Definitely have you guys around to talk me off the ledge. And definitely, it's good to have a, a good wife, a good partner, spouse that you know has my back and definitely talks me off the ledge as well too. Also a smiling young one. Man, that little girl, all she has to do is smile. Hell, she only have to smile and I'm good. <laughs> so the reason I wanted to talk about adversity is I feel like everyone in my life is going through it right now. I think we just need reminders like the human spirit is only powerful because we overcome adversity. Right now, I'm a little bit worn out with school and work. Right. Haven't had a vacation in uh, three years since before we started this podcast. And it's just like I got friends going through it. It's like we can't even see each other anymore. Got family members going through it. It's just like, hmm. Sometimes we got to remember to keep pushing and overcome adversity. Absolutely. I have a few success stories, though, Interesting. I want to talk about. But is there anything you want to say about overcoming adversity before we get there? I definitely want to hear a couple of these stories before I get there. So, just like public figures, some that I had like no idea because I was researching it. But I want to talk, you know, we're overcoming adversity. Let's get some positive stories. I had no idea about Winston Churchill, about how he failed the sixth grade. Oh, wow. And he was a pretty, really, really, really bad political figure until he turned 62. Hmm. And then he became Winston Churchill, we all know. It's like he failed constantly in his life. But he never quit. He kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing. And that's just like, man, that's amazing to me. Actually, I'm just, I was looking at political figures. Dick Cheney used to be vice president. Flunked out of Yale. Wow, I didn't know that either. And then... George Bush at the time was like, well, I graduated Yale, so if you graduate, you become president. If you fail out, you can become vice president. Hmm. That's just like a great quote, right? Right. Like, don't let anything stop you. But 
I don't know, for me, overcoming adversity is just like meditating on it and then getting eight hours of sleep and just going at it every day. But at a certain point, it still just grinds you to a halt. So Tim, let's hear those tips, tips. Yeah, man. So for these tips right here that I found, I actually thought they were pretty cool because again, like you just said, we know plenty of people that are going through adversity. Hell, we're going through adversity on a daily basis. This first tip right here I thought was really cool. Um, you have to have the right mindset. You can't go in there with a negative mindset expecting positive results. That's something that we all know, right? So that being said- But we still do it all the time. Exactly, though. man. How many times you show up to work like, today's gonna suck, and then you end up being sucking just because of your mindset. Every day almost, man, and that that's where it sucks <laughs> in all reality. You have to remind yourself like, well, if it does suck, just gotta stay positive and keep pushing and get out of here. You have to have that mindset where you're in control of your faith. And that's something I truly believe yeah. now. Like you have how you treat the day is how it's going to get how you're going to get treated. So, definitely have the right mindset. Number 2 is stop making excuses. Stop finding a reason for it to suck. <laughs> Wake up and find the positive in things. We talk about that all the time in here, but even though we talk about positive truth, we're constantly making episodes, we still have our bad days. So when we do an episode like this, it's a good reminder. You know what? Stop making up excuses, Tim, and go in there and get some stuff done. So, anytime we talk about excuses, I have to say my high school basketball coach's favorite quote will say excuses are like buttholes we all have one they all stink <laughs> it always stuck with me and i was just like i'm just never gonna tell this dude anything so i'm just gonna have to do my push-ups and keep it moving facts so i just now i stopped saying it like if i screw up in practice it's like my bad push-ups mm -hmm. and that's why i don't jam my fingers anymore because i did a thousand fingers to push-ups through <laughs> crew but yeah excuses they just hold you back and we all make them but and if you create an environment like I had in basketball practice where it's like, no, not acceptable here, it just makes your whole life better. Create success. And it just, it helps you overcome adversity because you have to get in the mental mindset like, keep pushing, I know ex excuses are acceptable. Low-key have to have tunnel vision, man. And while you have tunnel vision, while everything else is kind of getting blocked out and you're not paying attention to the excuses, you have to believe at the other end of that tunnel, you're going to find your way. So that goes back to having faith. You have to have it, man. Believe in yourself. So you're a manager now. How do you want to create an environment without excuses? Man, I have to lead by example. I have to go in there with a positive attitude. I have to work hard. I have to go in there and make sure everybody else is good so they can do the exact same thing for other people. You used to be a coach. How did you teach the kids not to have excuses? By example. So I would go out there with the same positive energy I would want them to put out. And by running with them sometimes. Exactly. Nothing better than whenever you see somebody that's supposed to be telling you what to do out here grinding with you. That's the best feeling in the world. It makes you feel like, you know what? It starts from the top. So if he was grinding this hard, I'll grind this hard with you. Exactly. What's Doom the next sounds. tip, Tim, Tim? My next tip is don't take no for an answer. We've talked about this before, but now that being said, whenever you're going through it, whenever you're trying to overcome things and you really feel like you are walking that right path, don't accept no. Walk that path, stay true to yourself. And don't give up. Exactly. Yeah. So while we're on don't give them up, let's do some quick inspirational stories. Cool. So Charles Darwin is... He avoided medical career and he was chastised by his father being by being too dreamy and so he wanted to explain the world so he started out and like he was just going through it he was like all right let's start with creationism it's like this doesn't make sense this doesn't make sense this doesn't make sense so we took it as other scientists are like this is just how it is he's like no like he <laughs> said he didn't give up so he kept Rebuilding, tearing it down, rebuilding, tearing it down. They came up with the theory of evolution, which was like, but it works on every level, but no one believed them at the time. And it's like, oh, that's not taking no for an answer. That's not giving up. And I just think it sticks with that story right there. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I, I'm, I'm loving it too. It did take a, 
Darwin, even until after he passed, before people actually started believing him. So, yeah, you can't give up. When you believe in something like that, trust yourself. Absolutely, man. Other tips? Man, my last one is let each success energize you. So don't That's just... That's Man, it really is. Because it feels like failure just like holds you down for weeks and the successes are like brief. Exactly. Like brief. You have to kind of live off that success a little bit. Let it let it be your uh, Got a flip -flop shot it. of coffee, for example. I know you don't do caffeine, but for me in the morning, like, oh, uh, if I don't get a cup of coffee every now and then at least three times a week, it's terrible for me, right? I know caffeine's bad. But <laughs> oh, <you're good. laughs> that being said, that success has to be that shot of caffeine. It has to get you out of bed in the morning. It has to be like, look, I did this. It's time to go to the next goal. And you have to keep it pushing. So you got to be, you got to, you know, instead of letting a few failures bring you down, you got to let the successes build you up. Every time. And I feel like, no matter how big the success is, like we just need we put less into that and we just absorb our failures. All the time. We just can't let that happen. Any more tips, Tim Tim? Man, that is all I got today, sir. So I got some more cool inspirational stories. You know who Vincent Van Gogh is? We of all course. Do. So he sucked at everything in life. Basically growing up, he was like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. And he just kept failing. And Eventually, he got to like 32 and he was like, I'm just gonna start painting because it's the quickest way to make money. Because I was, he would dive into something and then he was like, This isn't for me. And he quit. And they're like, You don't have enough grit. He's like, But I know it's not for me. Mm. So he was 32, he started painting. He ended up being revolutionary. And he took all of those past experiences of his failures and he let it influence his art. And so he had found himself and used that experience to create different art and he became Vincent Van Gogh. So one that he, we know of all right now to this day. Exactly. Like, like just one of the most influential artists ever. He took his failures and his adversities and he was like, I'm gonna stay true to myself, find something for me. And then when it came out of his art, it just became incredible. That's pretty awesome, man. Overcoming adversity. He died at like 34, 35, didn't start really painting until 32. When he started painting when he was young, he didn't like it. He's like, this is not for me, this sucks. And but he learned how to paint his own way. When he came back to it, took all his failures and just pushed them out. So be Van Gogh. Hell yeah. Man, I'm loving, the reason why I love that story so much is because he went most of his life being a failure in his eyes, right? And then he finds a little bit of success, rolls with it. You know, he died at a young age for sure, 34, 35 years old, but we still know him to this day. To yeah, this day. Expensive paintings. I mean, that just tells like everybody that's listening right now, including myself, no matter what you're going through right now, your story's not done being written. Never. I mean, I can think of a few athletic stories. We all know the story of MJ. Yeah, getting what missed the basketball team when he was a sophomore in high school, junior in high school. Yeah, he got cut, kept pushing through. Like, there's just tons of greatest basketball player to ever live now. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy how that works out. Same thing with like Steve Nash. So, like most people don't realize, Steve Nash who was playing college ball in Canada, and they're like, okay. Because it's 1980s. It's like, he's not playing anybody in Canada. So he couldn't get recruited by any school. He played well in a tournament, so they sent him to Santa Clara in California. Right. Small D1 school. Thousands of miles away from Canada. So he gets up there, and they had a kid that was just killing him every day in practice. He, he, Steve Nash couldn't get the ball up the court, right? And Steve Nash, instead of just being like, wow, this is awful, he was like, hey, man, how'd you do that? How do you dribble like that? How do you steal it from me? He was like, well, you're doing this. Got his handle better. He's like, all right, how do you shoot like this? Started shooting better. Started realizing passing. So he took 
all the time he was getting killed every day in practice. That's a learning lesson. And he became better. Started dribbling every day to class, and he started dribbling a tennis ball. Then when the dude in front of him got hurt, he got out there, took all that crap he was getting, getting just like destroyed in practice. Ended up being like, oh, he's really good. Ended up playing, ended up making the league. Got to the league, was behind Jason Kidd and Kevin Johnson. He was getting killed every day. He's like, all right, all right, this is good. Y'all are some Hall of Famers, I'm gonna learn from you. Ended up being a two-time MVP. He just kept pushing through adversity. Yeah, he's one of the greatest point guards to ever live in my eyes. I mean, so yeah, you just gotta keep pushing. Hell yeah, man. I'm loving it. You know what we also love, Tim Tim? Positive quotes. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. Robert Kennedy. Hmm. Kind of goes with the episode a little bit, right? Nice. Cool. <laughs> That's the first time we have another quote by Tim in a while. I know, man. I, I needed that one, though. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we'll be back. Our next visual episode is going to be the Positive Truth Person of the Year. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be bigger than ever. I already have a plan for it. We have a plan for it. It's going to be great. We're also going to have a video coming up soon about our the success of our winter drive and our next drive coming up. But until then, we're out. Stay positive. Oh, my God.